I started, people didn't want to talk to me because I'm a lady. They say, uh, they say, can my, uh, they were talking to my husband. Can we talk to you? What we will talk to madam? And uh, for my son, he's a kid. What I can talk to them? Now nobody can say, of course. <laughs> that was Himali Shah, the founder and managing director of City One Tourism and Travel, which is based out of Dubai. She talks us through her first income at the age of 12, how she started giving henna classes at 17, got engaged at 18 and established a name for herself in India as a leading beautician before it all came crumbling down when her family went to Uganda. That wasn't the end though, that was just the beginning. This is her story. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Amir Khan and this is a Z Medium podcast, a podcast that talks to people and about them too. We take out the most significant experiences of an individual and package it in the form of a story, sharing those with you. We narrate people's journeys in the simplest way we can. There's a new person every episode, so do check out the previous ones. I'm sure you'll find someone to relate to. Let's start with this one, shall we? Himali's journey is far from the ordinary. And to dive deeper into it, we've got to go back to a middle-class household in the 1970s in Mumbai. Himali is the second of four children, three of them being girls. And in those times, the school fees of a girl child were subsidized. So in the second grade, it was two rupees, third grade, three rupees, fourth grade, four rupees, and so on. Simpler times? Simpler, not necessarily the best of times. She was considered privileged because of her fairer skin compared to her other siblings, which goes without saying was outright bad. But she didn't pay much attention to it. She didn't gloat over it. She encouraged her sisters and the people around her. All she cared about at that time was her education. She loved reading. And every time she visited her grandfather in Surat, she would go out to the library he owned. She would take a book from there and spend her vacation consuming knowledge. And she put that knowledge to good use. It is an understatement to say that Himali has one of the finest business minds out there. From a very young age, she's been involved in all sorts of activities. She used to assemble necklaces and garlands, moved on to learning henna, and gave out classes in henna later on. She never stopped. She kept on going. In 10th standard, no, in 7th standard, I started earning. But yeah. uh, at that time, they were uh, they have got some uh, colored stone and I could uh, uh, put it in a garland. So, uh, and one garland, if you put, you get 75 paise. So at 12 years of age, I exactly, I remembered, I got 12 rupees in my hand. So in 10th standard, when everybody is talking about, about movies, actors, I had my first order of henna. So in between practical exam, I gave my first order. And uh, in 11th grade, I started my Mendy classes. And the best part is my father didn't know about it. Why? Because he believed very strongly that girl child should not earn. I am there, whatever you need. I am capable to fulfill your need. Well, that was the mentality back then. But we said Himali's journey was far from the ordinary and we definitely meant it. Well, she met the man of her dreams as soon as she entered high school, 11th grade, at the age of 17. 
the families got together shelled out a couple of reasons for, for them to get married and so they were engaged at 18 and soon got married at the age of 19 fun fact they both went to the same college she completed her bcom from hinduja college and commerce was pretty much an obvious choice given her knack of doing business marriage obviously didn't stop her from doing what she truly wanted and her in-laws especially her mother-in-law was very very supportive during that time but i don't know what is the definition of mother-in-law she was very very supportive and whenever if i talk about my life and if if i'm not mentioning about her it will be incomplete because at 16 years of age you have seen somebody today also i would see her i respect her and i am not as strong as her i've learned from her a lot of things i was not organized at all i've learned how to run the house very strong headed person uh, resilient would you say she was a kind of mentor a big big 100% yeah 100% though she was not working but the way she was taking care of her house mm. yes she was my mentor without her i would have not been what i am today and that was the you know that was the blessings for me my mother in law was very supportive and i never uh, stopped working so after henna i started after marriage i started learning beautician i just took one time money for that course of beautician but every time i was earning and i was buying things for myself so every time i go i earn something from waxing from uh, manicure pedicure like small small things and that's how you know every time when i was earning every time i was learning something new from there i went to that facial stage then i started learning bridal dressing then i uh, i was taking brides then afterwards i was teaching beautician on your own henna on your own there's a trend that i'm noticing that you tend to teach yourself stuff as you go along for anybody who wants to start their own thing what is the best advice you would give them amir now what i learn is ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice for me i was ignorant i didn't know what to expect i did not thought much that i want to stand on my own feet no i have to run my house i wanted to do it so that fire was there and that kept me going and if anybody wants to do something don't think much do it overthinking does kill a lot of ideas will it work will it not work what will people say how am i going to go about it himali didn't have all of these problems she used her ignorance and the desire to do something and went ahead with it not giving a damn about anything else she was a beautician for a very long time eventually mentioning that she went into bridal dressing basically getting brides ready for the wedding and no doubt it's a pretty important day so people would pay money and it would be good for business but himali's emotions played a bigger role into moving from offering services like manicure pedicure to eventually dressing brides and the reason for the addition to services was because she didn't like the way she looked and felt on her wedding day and that also came uh, amir from where when i got married uh, the same auntie where i learned that henna where i uh, earned that money 12 rupees she uh, dressed me up i was not very happy i didn't knew much about it but i was very naive to get married and to know that no i want something like this or i want something like that i took the same thing that when i was not happy as a bride i will not allow my any bride to be unhappy and i was going out of my way and the way i was giving them the trial session i would i was advising them 
they were so relaxed and that's how you know i made my name because i was doing with passion it's a simple strategy you take a problem that exists in the market and fix it fix it so well in fact that you get word of mouth promotion and your business takes off no marketing no out there campaigns just people recommending her because they loved her simplicity and her ability to make people feel comfortable it was all going well for her she was known she was doing her business she was taking care of her family her husband who was in the family business was a visionary as well he saw that the business he was in wasn't going to sustain and so started looking for opportunities elsewhere one of the places was africa but little did they know that bad times were near uganda was a roller coaster ride for the both of them and to find out more let's hear it from himali herself so he started doing exports to africa which was in congo uh, the thing the situation happened that he could not trust the partner so well and then he had to move he had to go there uh, to congo now i had to choose whether to stay with him or to stay in india with my children so i chose i kept my son in the boarding school and uh, i went to uganda that was for how many years in between um in 2003 i shifted two years almost i stayed there but uh, we so, were being cheated we were being cheated and there was a time that i did not had the uh, money for my uh, son school fees okay what happened in uganda can you please explain the thing happened that you know the partner was collecting money so money was not coming in and he had taken the money Mm. so that's how you know that was the bet uh, that was a time when they broke up with the partnership we were in debts far from home and with the idea of not looking back they were cheated by their own business partners in uganda and that set them back a few years they were at a level where they were supposed to start from the very beginning and the story of their downside doesn't end here it goes on to something horrific that happened to them in uganda but first we'll talk about how her stay in uganda was very different from the life she had in mumbai the culture change was an experience of its own she went from a place where everyone knew her by name to a place where she basically was a nobody i was i made my name in mumbai mm-hmm. he used to pick up the phone people used to call me you know elderly people who used to call me himali ji yeah so i in, in short you know i made name i i had my fame uh, but i had to leave everything and when i went there i was nobody there nobody not a single person knew me it's totally different when you change the country it's totally different environment different mindset different culture so what what are some of the culture shocks that you had over there first of all it was so difficult to go with their match their pay, uh, pace because in mumbai the life is very fast and uganda is like it's very slow very slow how are you it took me a long time but yeah i was helping uh, my husband and there were all boys were there so i i took up i was helping him i was going with them uh, there was one boy i taught him how to drive also i i i got you know involved there she always found something or the other to do wherever she was she kept herself busy uganda was a different environment entirely and it was not only the partner cheating them that made this the worst time of their lives so here's the horrific incident for you himali her husband and her young daughter a young baby daughter was staying in a villa and the idea of a gated community was not applicable in uganda at that time so while himali was cooking dinner one night the family heard loud bangs at the door 
they were startled they were not expecting anybody anyway they opened the door and standing there were three men with guns in their hands yep they were about to be robbed at gunpoint himali came from the kitchen to see who it was and she saw them she was shocked but internally they told her to stay still and to tell them where all the valuables in the house were she didn't care she she really didn't care all she could think about was that the gas was lit and her food was about to be burned she just didn't think that she told them what was surprising is that they allowed her she went back switched the gas off and directed them to the wrong room an empty room after they found nothing they searched the entire house found the jewelry and other valuables packed them took the car keys left himali and her family a hundred dollars only a hundred dollars and drove off in their very own car and that's how their time in uganda came to an end himali left for the us and her husband who always saw a future in dubai left for the uae to set things up over there i i told you i did not had the okay nobody in my family knows that what exactly what we were facing but they all knew that it is our bedtime that's all my sister called me to us and she told me that sister you come here you can get settled here within 6 months so i went with my young daughter and uh, i got a job in salon there i stayed there the way i worked there the salon owner offered me that she i can be her partner in the next salon it's not about the work it's about the mindset because there also that was my first job in my life and i literally had you know when i got the job i had tears in my eyes not with the joy because in mumbai i was driving bmw i was very well settled and suddenly these kind of a thing has happened in my mind i have always thought we are in our blood we say that uh, we are business people in that is in our uh, business is in our dna mm. um and something has happened in my uh, younger age so i had decided that i will never work under someone she told me that himali when you have some time we can clean and i've never done it she immediately realized and she told me don't worry even me and my husband my husband also comes to the salon even he does the same thing well to all the people who are listening to this outside india yes himali had domestic help in her house Uh, the culture in india as compared to the western countries is very very different and some things come as a culture shock one of them was doing stuff at home or at work doing your own stuff uh, in the us everyone does their own work if you own the store you're responsible for running it if you own a salon be it a partner or another hairdresser you had to clean the place yourself and that idea doesn't particularly sit well with a lot of indians Uh, especially the ones who are in, who are at an age and stage where they are comfortable with a certain life she eventually didn't take the partnership times were tough and she had to go back to india to sell her house she sold that and came to the uae to her husband where she contributed in setting up the house over there the shah family had traveled to three continents in a period of 3 years each time the culture was different the people were different the lifestyle was different but the one thing that remained the same was the mindset and that was the mindset of resilience and never giving up being very honest from us i shifted to ua again a culture difference 
so that is very very fast this is in middle uh, space you cannot compare any country with any other country because it is a continent difference different mindset yeah it took me some time but i got immediate job uh, i had my house in ajman i got a job in uh, abu dhabi i didn't know what is abu dhabi how far is abu dhabi i asked the person that how far is abu dhabi and he told me yeah bhabhi it is just one hour you can reach i said yeah in mumbai also we used to travel one hour it's okay and i went for a, a job interview and she said how you will travel to abu dhabi i said it's a mindset i will think i'm going for a long drive <laughs> but truly i did it and i got the job in uh, vlcc in abu dhabi vlcc is it's a it's a beauty center i opened the uh, i made the room as spa room in a medical center i also learned i became a laser therapist i learned chemical peeling uh, i learned a lot of things and i was writing articles so that was my first another move in my life in 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 short you know i was handling the department and then i realized that from ajman to abu dhabi i can't travel uh, on a daily basis so i stayed as a paying guest in somebody's house and my young daughter was staying in ajman so you you were as a paying guest in in abu dhabi and you used to work 6 days 5 days a week 6 Six days a week, and uh, what was your salary then? Do you remember? Yeah, I I've kept it three uh, thousand dirhams. A salary of three thousand dirhams on conversion to rupees would look like a lot, but given the cost of living in UAE, it really isn't enough. Himali couldn't be tied down to a job for long enough, though. She definitely gained the experience, enjoyed the work, and still is friends with her colleagues over there. but there was an itch that needed scratching and the only thing that separated her from starting something of her own was a good idea but she couldn't have gotten the good idea at the job in the medical center and so she quit regardless she was and is quite the risk taker but she was only unemployed for 2 months after that because one fine day the idea finally dawned on her she had finally found her dream and i realized my dream what was my dream as a child i told you that i when i was traveling from mumbai to surat and how i was traveling traveling by train looking outside the window and dreaming uh, traveling the whole world uh, my another incidents was when i was in africa i was traveling from uganda to congo now here with my small child i was traveling by cargo plane where there is no toilet 4 hours flight and people were being pushed outside the aircraft from their so called seat which is their bags though they have paid the money because the flight was overloaded that time i have thought that i will never if i can i will never allow someone to suffer like this and those dream we reconnected those dots and thought of that travel company and we started uh, in 2011 so the travel company was been born and so what was what did your services include at that point of time when you first started that time we thought uh, we don't have to work so hard mm-hmm. uh, my husband had a project so uh, that time we could do dubai visas and we earn enough money but we took three cars and a small office so one my husband said okay go and sit in the office i said what i will do i don't have any work he said if you will go sit there then the work will come i started people didn't wanted to talk to me because i am a lady they say uh, they say can my, uh, they were talking to my husband can we talk to you what we will talk to madam 
and uh, for my son he's a kid what i can talk to them now nobody can say of course <laughs> so we started with three people but again learning amir it's about you know when you start something in your life and if you keep on moving with the same thing if you are consistent yeah the result comes and then the result is there right now we have 28 staffs after pandemic we have two offices uh, we have completed 10 years and we have achieved many awards and we have established we have established our company in georgia uh, we are in uganda and uh, we are planning to open in egypt so the idea of a woman running the show back in the day was taken lightly it was her idea it was her setup it was her hard work and yet it was all overlooked because of her gender did she care no did she rise above it all and make city one tourism and travel one of the best travel agencies in the uae yes and she did that by building her business slowly but effectively she admitted however that in the beginning because of a lack of experience she didn't know how to lead a team she was too bossy micromanage her employees and didn't know the slightest bit of workplace culture but if you're that resilient in starting your own organization the universe finds ways of helping you out and that's when she came across bni business network international that was her turning point that was her transition from a boss to a leader i was a boss i invested and i had a vision that i want to start so that gave me a title of boss now this was for the first time i was a boss and you know people hate boss if i would know certain things i my period of being a boss would have been less being joining business network international that was a big turning point for me what happens as a entrepreneur as a business owner we feel lonely at top we can't discuss what what we are facing on our day to day basis so the seat which looks very nice from outside it looks uh, like you know people think see this person is sitting here and his life is best but when you sit there you will realize that how hot that seat is uh, when i joined business network international i became a part of it i met so many business owners means i met like minded people everybody feels the same thing lonely at top and there where i understood that we can help each other so we started helping each other all the entrepreneurs so your transition from a boss to a leader was in bni 100% 101% and what a leader she has been since not to say there weren't any failures on her journey there definitely were and a more recent example of what could have been the end of the business was covid covid had hit the travel industry the most flights were minimal if any people were too scared to get out of their homes let alone travel overseas to another country entirely and so city one tourism and travel could have really taken a hit but if you're leading from the front you've got to come up with ways of sustaining the business while doing good for the economy and the people around you she found a way to make sure the business was up and running during this truly difficult time in 2020 february january we started getting refunds so uh, people were calling from us and our clients and they were telling that uh, no dubai is not safe so we want our refund and we gave them refund we didn't knew nobody knew that something like this is going to happen slowly more refunds were uh, coming we did not realize it's okay it's part of journey we thought and the whole world 
God stands still. And that's a history is going to be there always. Whenever those times, whenever I speak to anyone, people will ask me, what do you do? And the moment I open my mouth that I'm a travel agent, without hearing ahead, they will pass me a condolence message. Oh, we know that how you have gone through. I know travel agents are dead. So that is the failure, you would say. Here, we change that failure into success. So that's what I believe in. Three months, everything was shut down. From my BNI that and my support network, that is my support network. I could do impossible thing possible where no travel agents were, travel agents were not supposed to do repatriation flight. And I never heard the word repatriation as flights. I've heard repatriation of body, but never heard repatriation of flights, which happens only in times of wars. And we could do that impossible thing possible during this pandemic. And we created that as a win-win situation for the people whom we repatriated and we could also survive. We were being featured in the newspaper for that. Uh, we were the first one to repatriate flight to Mumbai and Pune. It was an amazing feat indeed. And she looks forward to challenges that lay ahead as well. Not many have the vision Himali has. She is someone that instantly connects with others around her, has grown into an effective leader and has built a company that would have otherwise looked impossible from the outside. And because she already has clear goals in mind, we had to ask her what was next for her in this journey. And as we expected, the reply was pretty specific. I want to represent a bigger travel agency here in Dubai. So that is my dream. What, what does represent a bigger travel agency mean? When uh, people outside in the world, there are travel agencies. So bigger travel agencies, they need the representation here in Dubai because Dubai is in limelight and Dubai is a tourism destination. So if they want to open a company here, they need to keep staff and it becomes very expensive. So if when I am representing them, it becomes cheaper for them and they get a trustworthy partner. Okay. So that's a win-win situation for both the companies. Uh, right now, I am looking out for uh, Thomas & Cook uh, India. They had a representation here, but it was it didn't go well. And another thing is that I want to give my service to uh, uh, airlines because people book online on cloud, but somebody has to give service. Hmm. And that's what we have to do. Hey, if you like that episode, share it with others. You never know how you sharing it could impact someone in the most difficult of times. And you never know, you might just share something life-changing for someone else. And yes, the common drill, follow us for the latest updates on LinkedIn and Instagram, Zedmedium, Z-E-D-M-E-D-I-U-M. We are here to stay, we promise. And we're bringing a whole lot more for you. See you in the next one. Stay tuned and goodbye for now.